Hello. Welcome back to the Graveyard Shift. Yay. And welcome our guest star of today, Hadley. Hello. Our guest of honor. Special I'm so guest. Honored. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So this is our first ever in studio guest. Yeah. Hadley, so. how does it feel? It feels very nerve wracking. Hadley is texting. Wow. No. On the show. <laughs> wow. I see how much how serious you are about this. There's absolutely nervous. no respect for our already podcast. one minute in and already distracted. <laughs> I bet how many infractions do I get? Real. You get. You get. Leave now. Oh dang yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was nice to meet you all. <laughs> but. Hadley did choose what today's topic was going to be on she the did. bright side. So if it's lame, then it's her Dang fault. It. Yeah. I knew I would get blamed. We should have guests more often. We can just blame them for anything that goes wrong. <laughs> Obviously, me and Natalia are hilarious. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, we do nothing wrong. But Hadley, oh. do you want to tell our guests what you chose today? Yeah. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> I was, I got this book from a friend this weekend about like, she's this old Scottish book just about Scotland and I was like hey I'm Scottish and um that had a bunch of cool ghost stories in it and I thought it would be a fun theme if everyone picked like a place from their heritage and a, a spooky ghost story or a yeah. fun little thing about that place where they're from yeah Hell you're right yeah. that is very fun yeah it was and a great idea I learned a lot about Scotland personally because I didn't know these ghost stories I was I was also thinking of doing Scotland because I am mainly Scottish and Arabic, that. but because you're basic and you're Scottish, I went with. <gasps> Who are you calling my basic, Arab- lassie? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Oh, okay. that like quarter's really coming up. <laughs> Stop! It's like at least twenty-eight. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. Sorry. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, uh, won't happen again. Sorry, we didn't mean to get racist on you. So, so you chose Arabic. Yeah, well, mine's just like Middle East stuff. Middle Eastern. Yeah, I, I mine is very vague because I was doing it on the train ride back home today. Okay. Do you know where in the Middle East your family is from? Lebanon, Syria. Okay. Yeah, my grandpa came here. Well, I'm pretty sure, so his parents came, and so he was technically born in the U.S. Okay. Um, But him and a bunch of other people from... Lebanon, they all moved to this like small town in West Virginia. Oh. And so it was just like in the middle of all this white trash, one fully <laughs> Arabic town. Wow. Which well, was kind of dope. No, that is pretty cool. What did you do, Natalia? I did um a couple stories from Basque culture, which is from my dad's side, and then a story from Catalan culture from my mom's side. So those are just two areas of Spain. Um, but they're sort of they're semi-autonomous like s- separate cultures from the rest of Spain sort of mm-hmm. um, so they have their specific histories and cultures and stories so I chose there something there okay Guys, yeah. it sounds like it's going to be the best episode <laughs> ever <laughs> how about oh, you guys that's <laughs> a bold <laughs> claim to make <laughs> Um, so, all right. Well, Hadley, since you're so confident, do you want to uh, tell a story first? Or? I guess I can. <laughs> guess first and all that. Yes. So I actually found a little story about um, some witches. And I know that you guys did like an old... Uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a long-time fan. So <laughs> I know long-time listener. First-time caller. <laughs> but I know you guys did like a Salem Witch Trials one. Yeah. And so this one sort of overlaps a little bit. Oh, okay. um, but this one is about the witches of Pollock House. Um, Pollock so, House. Pollock House. Was that in Salem, or is that a different area? No, it'll that part will come in later. Oh, just <laughs> get into it. Okay, okay. Just <laughs> let me speak. <laughs> but um, so this takes place, as you could probably guess, in Pollock, which is this area in Glasgow in Scotland. And so it was sort of just like this rich people town. There are a bunch of these like big castles and estates, which are like a lot of Scotland, I feel like. And so now like it's sort of a historic site and all the people who are um, working there, they're always like, you know, it's very much just like your typical ghosty behavior going on that you're like, like ghostly moaning or like <laughs> yells of pain and stuff. Typical. Typical. But um, I thought the story behind these like hauntings was kind of interesting. Um so all the castles and stuff in like Scotland are so so old but so this one 
takes place in like the 1600s Ooh. where there was this guy named Sir George Maxwell who's the laird of the estate learned Ooh. a new word laird. what's a laird it's just a lord oh <laughs> Scottish version of a lord I think maybe someone heard like a Scottish person say lord with their accent and they're like you mean laird that's a different word anyway I'm confusing my accents <laughs> anyway, Sir George Maxwell was this like witch hunter in Scotland because they were like less extreme as the Sal- than the Salem witch hunting but they were like they were still you know putting people on the stake and such got it and this guy was very big into that <laughs> he was he, <laughs> he would, loved staking girls <laughs> he really did he would go around um to like different witch trials and he would act as a witness and oh, I, he must what a little snitch <laughs> i know he like must have been lying because he'd just go and be like i saw her do that she seems he's just pointing witchy. he just loves pointing fingers yeah. i feel like he had like the nice guy syndrome where like he would ask a woman out and then she'd be like oh no and he'd be like but i'm so nice to you you don't want to have sex with me you must be a sorcerer <laughs> she's a witch he's messy and he lives for drama <laughs> anyway like <laughs> so he was like he really was doing this because he was like i'm a man of god so i have to capture and sentence Please. all these witches to death you know like they all say yeah mm-hmm. um but so he would travel just all the time across Scotland and leave his like house to be taken care of. Um, and so while he was away, there's this young servant girl who comes, her name is Janet Douglas. And she's she's very important. She's also messy, lives for the drama. But she's mute, so she can't talk. Oh. And so um, he, she apparently was a very good servant. She never complained. <laughs> I didn't even. Sorry. She never complained. The good servant. Where's the laugh track on this thing? <laughs> anyway, we have one. We're not using it. Okay, that. got it, got it. <laughs> so she started working at the um, Maxwell Maxwell's. It's yeah, Maxwell at the Pollock Estate. Sorry, there's so many old names here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he returns back and he quickly becomes ill. He like, I think it, he must have just gotten like the flu. But, you know, in the 1600s, he was like a pain in my side. And he was dying. I know. And so he was very dramatic about it. Is that just a man thing to be dramatic about being sick? Because like there's a thing like the man cold, right? And it's just like a cold and men are always They're like, incapacitated oh. for a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take care of me. It must be. So anyway. had a man cold. So anyway, Sir Maxwell had the man cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, see, this is the part where I don't understand. There's there's a little bit of like, mm, did this really happen? In what way did this happen? Because it's not the most well, you know, written down. But when he got sick, Janet's voice came back. I, I don't really Weird. know. That's suspicious. That is suspicious. How old was he? Him? He was like, at this point, like 40 50 oh what? so a grown man yeah a grown i was thinking man. like maybe he like was getting sick with like dementia or alzheimer's so he thought he heard her talking <laughs> he's just hearing hearing things you know that man cold you never know <laughs> <laughs> but so her voice came back i don't really know how mutinous works like maybe it does just come back well i just assumed I since she was a servant she must have had her like tongue cut off or something well no i think it would have specified if she had her tongue cut off yeah and it didn't come well didn't, actually i don't know but no i think i don't know how mutinous works but i don't think you really i don't think it's common for you to get your voice back right or it's like a maybe she just chose process. not to talk and then he got sick and she was like oh yeah, maybe i'm she the man took a vow of silence yeah that might be like she just didn't want to deal with it it's probably the best way to like go about your life yeah like she knew she had the upper hand as soon as he got the man cold yeah but also it would yeah it would suck to be mute at any like in the 1600s i'm surprised she wasn't already accused of like being a witch or something yeah whatever I anyway don't know how much they understood those things Definitely not very much. Yeah. <laughs> Considering how much we know about it. Yeah. <laughs> there. <laughs> um, so she got her voice back and like the first thing she did was like she went up to this Maxwell guy and she was like, This illness was cast upon you by witches. Uh-huh. Like I've seen this before. <laughs> you, these witches put a spell on you. And she you know, she was like, These witches want you gone, you've put too many of them on the stake, you're not you're not doing well. There. And so she led these servants to this woman named she has the same name, Janet. They're both Janet. Huh. Janet Mathy. And she's a midwife in like the next village over. 
And she was like, this, <laughs> see, there was a quote on this website, but I don't know how accurate a quote would be. So <laughs> yeah, apparently, who wrote it down? <laughs> I don't know. She said, you shall find a dark relic in the house of this witch. Oh. I don't know. And they did. Okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> they found like all these wax figurines. And she was like, yes, that is the dark relic that she used to cast this illness upon you. Wait, who casted the illness? Janet Mathy. Oh, the midwife. Yes, the midwife. Okay, but Janet, the mute Janet, was the one who was like, there's a relic in her house? Yeah, she's uh, like, she's a witch. I okay. know. And wait, wait, there's multiple Janets. There's two Janets. There's the mute, ex-mute Janet. and Janet then there's Douglas. Janet Douglas, and then there's Janet Mathy. Mathy. And Janet Douglas is the mute. Janet Mathy yeah, is, the the, is the midwife witch. Okay, yeah, I'm witch. back now. I'm back. And Mathy is not in the story for long, so don't worry about it. Okay. That. Oh. But anyway. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> not yet. Well, yeah. I wonder what happens. <laughs> she, um, and then Janet Douglas, unmute girl, she proceeded to do this with like five other people. Like three other house servants. She was like, you are also a witch. You are also a witch. You are also a witch. And they found these wax figures in all their houses. And then Janet Mathy was like, well, my son is also a witch. My daughter, my son and my daughter are also a witch. And so they were also accused. So she accused all these six people of casting this. Wait, she threw her children children in? Yeah. No, not her own children. The midwife threw her children. Oh, other Janet. Yeah. (laughs) Janet number two. (laughs) Sorry, this Janet thing is really messing up. I should have just gave her a different name. to be historically correct yeah I, i've got to be wrong I, no i thought this that, that would be a my mom move you know <laughs> oh my, my daughter's a witch <laughs> to get her out if i'm going down you're all going down with me <laughs> between her and the man cold i this sounds just like my parents so <laughs> so so, ch- so many people got accused yeah all these okay. six people got accused and so um they were tried you know which meant like you know with the witches they were tortured Mm-hmm. apparently and so they all confessed but they were all also tortured yeah. so i don't know not really a confession to me yeah. and so they were all found guilty and condemned to death oh, so r.i.p to them yeah but she just because this one woman was like i i there will be wax figures in their house she was probably planting them there and here's the thing <gasps> <laughs> apparently she knew janet mathy beforehand Wow, that's all that said about that. But I'm like, it didn't say like what happened. They just like vaguely knew each other. She knew where she lived, and she knew where to hide a little wax figure. Yeah, so you knew she's messy. She's fake for them. Um, so after in 1667, they were all put to put to death, except for the 14 year old daughter, who was the daughter of the midwife. Mm -hmm. She got sent to a convent, and like you know, I don't know, hoped that she would. Recover, repent, for yeah, just being be like, a witch. get over it, I guess. <laughs> but um, get well soon. So George Maxwell, Lord of the House, Laird of the House, sorry, died shortly after. So could not unwitchify him from that man cold. Uh-huh. Um, however, Janet Douglas, she, there are a lot of records of Janet Douglas, and I don't know how uncommon a name it is, but she was apparently moving around Scotland a lot through the 1670s and 80s. Um. And then in Massachusetts, actually, there's a record of a Janet Douglas arriving from a boat in Europe, and she proceeds to accuse women and play a part in the Salem witch trials. You're kidding. No. She really went went global with it. (laughs) She really hated women. World tour. (laughs) She got her voice back and she went, well, I'm going to use that to get you all to death. I guess so. Wow, what a meanie. I know. So... Apparently all those accused witches are there haunting the house, just looking for Janet. Yeah, I would too. I'd, I'd be, be pissed. pissed. <laughs> she just planted a candle in my house. She's just so bored that she I decided to put a bunch of people to death. I know. Not to bring up the patriarchy, but no one's talking about how the first guy also sentenced all these women to death. Oh. We appreciate that Janet is That's at awkward. least a girl boss about it. This like, is true. Yeah. She was showing some initiative. She was, you know, an entrepreneur. She was a small business. She was a small business yeah. owner. She was, was in the business of framing people of witchcraft. Yes. For no compensation. She really gained nothing from it. <laughs> you know, and that's the Scottish spirit guy. What? Anyway, that's my story. Do you think wow. that, like, when people did that, that was, like, the equivalent of them, like, just wanting to, like, 
gossip and like have some drama you know like the same way like we had drama in high school they were like i'm just gonna like accuse of someone of being a witch or was it like honestly maybe deeper than they were just i don't know because that's kind of extreme like in high school okay yeah i was kind of a b word in high school but uh, i wouldn't have like sent like pointed at someone and said they should die like yeah actually they should die i feel like there's what they're but like it was so much less like emotional understanding like you got a terrible thought in your head and you're like god sent me that thought yeah and i yeah. have to enact that upon someone yeah so i feel like scary. they didn't understand uh intrusive thoughts at that point probably not yeah yeah everything was colored in religion so everything was a sign of the devil yes anyway wow well, anywho that was a good story <laughs> anywho yeah i'm glad <laughs> Oh. Who's next? Who's next, Lee? Who is next? Jordan's um, next. I'm going to popcorn over to Jordan. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> good. I realized that I do have two stories. Well, one of them I wasn't sure if you guys already knew because I heard it in like elementary school, but like I did not know it was an Arabic story. I think they like rewrote it in a princess format. Uh, what is it? So have you ever heard of like the whole book of like tales, the Thousand and One Nights? But it's known here as Arabian Nights. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Aladdin, I learned. That yeah, one. Aladdin was from that. Um, oh. So have you guys heard about the Killer King? It was King. I can I cannot pronounce this. Shariar. Never heard of him. Mm-mm. Never not heard of him. Um, definitely, this is like a folk tale. I mean, unless it's not. But <laughs> I like based like my whole life around this as a kid because I thought it was so interesting. Ooh. So. <laughs> This is just like a short one. This isn't my main one. I just am fascinated by this. Um, so essentially there was a king um, and he discovered that his wife was cheating on him. And this was a long time ago. It's a folk tale, so there's not really a date put on it. Um, just a long time ago. And so he found out his wife was cheating on him. And um, so he was like, you know what? I'm going to murder her. <laughs> and now I hate women. So I am going to... Okay marry a new woman every single day and kill the wife from the day before you the said you base your life on this i just i uh yeah i'm confused see. where that comes out uh, well, yeah, sorry i'll let you finish if you listen to my story adley <laughs> continue a lot of confidence for a guest star huh sorry, sorry, yeah sorry. it's just interjecting left and right Petro Pascal would never do this on SNL, but... <laughs> I'm, like, half convinced you guys just have me muted, though. <laughs> no comment. So, um, he marries a new woman every day, spends the night with her, and then kills them in the morning. Um, and then it continues. But then this one woman is like, I want to marry him. Um, this, I, she has a plan. Um, she wants to rescue her kingdom. So she's like, her name was... Shahrazad, which I'm 100% sure I messed that pronunciation up too. Um, she's like, I'm going to rescue the kingdom. I'm going to marry him. So they get married. And the first night she begins telling the king a story, like a very fascinating story. And she's like, oh, I'm too tired. I'm going to go to bed now. I'll tell you the rest of the story tomorrow night. And so he wants to hear the rest of the story. And so they go to bed. And the next day he's like, fuck, I can't kill her because um, I want to know that in the story. So the next night. She finishes the story, starts a new story, doesn't finish that one either. And she keeps doing that oh, and wait. not giving him the ending. Yeah, you probably heard I this think before. I heard this. I remember. Yeah, I, I don't remember how love this story. I haven't. Um, and so he allows her to live and continue the, the story for a bunch of nights. And then after a thousand and one nights, he gives up on his plan. Um, but yeah, that wasn't like an actual true story. Whoa. It was just a folk tale. Wait, so she told the same story every night and just no. made it longer and longer? No, different stories. Oh, okay. I, That's I'm still. Sure. So she's, she's got, got a stories. lot of stories. She's got stories and stories. Gosh. She could have her own podcast. I was going to say, I'd struggle finding one story for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Wow. That's just a little folk tale. A clever, clever girl. I like that know. one. Yeah. So he just like gave up or did Yeah, he? I guess he like... He must have fallen in love with her at that so, point. So I was thinking. I would like, think. I didn't read the full story. I read a summary of the story because it was on the train right here. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm pretty sure he like realized that he like loved her through her stories or mm-hmm. whatever. That's so interesting. I wonder what like because folktales usually have like a moral, right? 
Yeah. Is it like listen to women? Maybe it's like be interesting. <laughs> be interesting. Be interesting. <laughs> Don't get killed. Please Outsmart your man your or die. <laughs> That's what I live by. <laughs> so she didn't like kill him after that? Um, no. So they, how did she sh- how did she save her country? After cuz he married, was killing right? a woman every single night uh, until oh, she came yeah. along. Okay. So she stopped women from being killed after that. Okay. Oh my gosh. Can I tell you the email I just received that has nothing to do with <laughs> I would love to hear about it. Yeah. Actually I actually think I'm legally not allowed to tell what? you. Okay. Or on what on on air. I'll tell you after. What what is it about? It's about um this is the exact quote. Miley Cyrus's meaty clam. What? That's all I will What? Tune in next week. I'm really confused. In what way are you like legally not allowed to talk about that? That makes no sense. I'm so confused. Like, are you being dramatic? Spam email? Are you being dramatic or are you like legally involved with Miley Cyrus? (laughs) Miley Cyrus and her meaty glam. No, it's my, um, it's, it's, uh, no comment. She's just not allowed to say in a toilet. You're trying to get yeah. her. If I, if I say killed. it on, on air, then a sniper is going to come down. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry, audience, but you'll never know. Oh, my God. Our, your guys' podcast rating just went down three stars. The <laughs> 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 scariest Arabic folktale of all, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> wow. Anyway. So I think that leads perfectly into it. Yeah, I think so. Actually, my... my Stories about Miley Cyrus. No, oh my it's, gosh! It's not. I was well, kidding. Why guys. would you lie, guys? I was kidding. Sometimes yeah. people lie. Okay, this is the real world. Our Just fan like base is Janet gonna be so <gasps> yes. Maybe this is where she was all along. Um, no, no comment. Jackie, I'm A lot of no so comments. sorry <laughs> for the. <laughs> Jackie, okay. our one and only listener, I'm so sorry that you have to deal with this. <laughs> She's loving it. Okay, so is it time for my story? It's time now. Sorry, we'll stop oh, interrupting. We'll allow it. Okay, so, <laughs> so I don't have like one overarching story. It's more so like an explanation of some, um, of Basque mythology, sort of, and the legends of the region. Um, so for just some background information, the Basque country is it's a small cultural region in the north of Spain and part of France. Um, they have their own language that's not connected to any other language in the world. Um, is it similar to Spanish or is it just no, not at all? Not yeah. a, it's not connected to any language. Um, they have, you know their own cultural practices and beliefs and um yeah there was they're sort of autonomous it's really complicated and i will not be getting into that because i don't know (laughs) what it's about but um yeah and so i'm basque on my dad's side um and it's a very uh unique culture (laughs) um including their mythological histories. So I'm going to start with the most important of the deities. Also, almost all of the mythological deities are female, are women. Um, There's like a few men, guys, but they don't really do much. Anyway, so... (laughs) Typical. <laughs> so, who I'm going to talk about right now is her name is Muddy, M A R I, and she is she I she's the one that I've heard about throughout my childhood, and um, I think she's probably the most well known um, cre- <laughs> mythological person, um, at least for Basque people. Uh, so Basque people, they're like in the mountains and that's part of the big reason why they were never like fully conquered by any other group of people in Europe. Um, so they're sort of isolated, which is also why they're sort of culturally isolated in some ways. Um, so the mountains have a lot to do with myths and 
legends and stuff and Maddie is no exception um so she's known as a few things Maddie is like the most recognizable one she's also called Ambotoko Maddie which is lady of Mount Amboto which is one of the mountains um and then oh god I'm gonna <laughs> look Basque names are really complicated <laughs> so I might mess some of them up but it's Murumendiko Dama so lady of Mount Murumendi so that's another so that depending on who you ask and where they're gonna mm-hmm. say she's from a different place um but any you know any under any circumstance she lives in a cave did you say wait can I have a question? yes a question. did you say like how big this group of people is like um because I have not really heard about Basque before I don't really let me see I don't know like population size like it must be pretty small if they're like a uh yeah, it's not it's not huge, but so three point one million. Ah, okay, okay. As of twenty seventeen. Okay. Um, so not huge, but not you know non-existent. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she goes by a few different names, and she's sort of like the Mother Earth figure. Um, for Basque people, she her whole deal is that she travels through the sky, you know, in a bunch of different forms, and um depending on which cave on which mountain she's coming or going from um those movements directly control the weather so she's very you know she controls nature and um i think i don't know if this is part of the myth but at least when i was younger my mom or my dad or someone in my family would tell me like that she was going to come and kidnap me or something i don't think that's part of her lore <laughs> they just want at least to stay in bed when i was doing the fun. research for this i i didn't find anything about that so maybe they were just joshing me but um but yeah so she she's a cave dweller she has a bunch of cave homes she's also a, like an agricultural fertility like goddess bear yeah, exactly like she's cocaine bear. Just like cocaine bear. Okay, <laughs> I get it. She is. The, oh my god, she's the cocaine bear. <laughs> I haven't even seen cocaine bear. You guys are fake for that. But the the name is sort of you know speaks for itself. I think. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So she's the, she's the head honcho of all the other goddesses, pretty much. There's the sun goddess, um, Eguski, I think. Ewuski, Amandrea. That's who the sun goddess is. Um, so she sleeps half the day. Obviously, when it's nighttime, she's oh, sleepy. Right? Um, and then she rises over the mountain when she wakes up. Um, and when she rises, she wards off what are called the Lamiak, or they're like evil spirits, like the bad boogeymen, um, who run around kidnapping unsupervised children at night. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> but people started, you know, finding cures so that their <laughs> children wouldn't get kidnapped. Would get kidnapped? Wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> so they would put, um, you know, some. It was a form of lamiac repellent. It, it was um, eguski lore. So it's like a Basque sunflower, obviously, because it looks like the sun. So Aww. people would take them and pin them to their doors so that the lamiac would wouldn't bother them. Um, Damn. Every time my children acted up, I'd look them dead in the eyes and take the flower down. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a perfect way to. Because honestly, I don't know. At least, because I would visit my grandparents in the Basque country, uh, pretty freak, like uh, almost every summer, with my family, and we were pretty like, we sort of just me and my brother just went around doing stuff without supervision. <laughs> Because the towns are super small, there's not really much to do, and everyone knows each other, so it's not dangerous. Um, so honestly, it makes sense that they would have a scary boogeyman creature to keep kids in the house. Because, at least from my experience, Basque children have a tendency to uh, wander. Um, but anyway, the... Um, Lamiak were still sort of like terrorizing people at night sometimes. So Mari made a new daughter 
Ilarji Amandrea, Amandrea, the moon girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so she actually uses, apparently it uses human souls is what illuminates the moon. So like once you die, your soul goes to the moon and that's what creates the, the light of the moon. That's hardcore. Um, so, you know, if you look up to the moon, it's all of your ancestors and stuff just like shining, which is mm -hmm. kind of cool. That is cool. Um, and then one more little tidbit. This isn't mythology related, but it sort of is related to Hadley's story. Um, Crossover. Yes, because these are, this is the Basque witch trials. No way. Yeah. Witch trials. There's witch trials everywhere. Yeah. These were in the 1600s Whoa. as well. Yeah. Um, so this happens, it happened in this town called, hold on. Sugaramurdi. Sugaramurdi, I think. <laughs> um, apparently it's the birthplace of, of witches who didn't know that they were witches. It's in the Pyrenees, which is a mountain range in Spain. Um, and there's this one crazy cave. And it, so Basque people love caves, <laughs> by the way. One thing. <laughs> They're obsessed with caves. Um, so it has like a bunch of levels and like galleries and it like looks like a temple pretty much. Um, so in 1608, this mysterious little French girl, of course, it's a French girl, um, called Maria de Chimeldegui. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Say it with confidence. Yes. <laughs> Chimeldegui. Take your word for it. You sound hot while saying it. So. Thank you. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, so she left France in a rush. They don't, they didn't know why. They theorize that she like escaped some sort of trial not a witch trial though um which is weird anyway how old was she um it doesn't i it didn't say just, young. just mysterious french girl oh, okay fascinating <laughs> yeah i'll um, imagine she's seven yes <laughs> no but she's kind of a major b-word because oh. Oh. she just started she got there and when the she was french. settled she, no literally french people am i right <laughs> I'm she, also French. She got, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Even less, bro. Less than the Scottish. <laughs> but she just gets there and she just starts pointing fingers at people, being like, "You're a witch. You're a witch. You're a witch. You're a witch." Pretty much like Janet Jane Douglas. Yeah, except she didn't have any proof, even if Janet's proof was fake. Yeah. Um. So, in the same year, they held a like formal meeting, and again, she just started pointing fingers at people and hysteria ensued people were going crazy they were like omg what's going on um and news of this meeting this was during the spanish inquisition so that's like when the oh. christians were taken over and everyone was punished for it <laughs> um so news of this meeting reached the tribunal of the holy office of the inquisition so like you know the inquisition people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um so that's no good so now they're involved and there were also reports of satanic masses happening in the same cave but they were more um bacchanalic bacchanalia than a satanic rite um which celebrates the roman god of bacchus um which still isn't you know very christian of them to be doing but it wasn't like a satanic thing it was nothing just a big old evil. party yeah they were just doing their thing like get off their back anyway so the authorities quote-unquote investigated this event um which means that they just like jumped to conclusions because they felt like it and more than 50 people were accused of witchcraft and worshiping satan um so the inquisition judged the accused witches in this meadow of the goat which was next to the cave i don't know what that has to do with anything um but the incriminated were tortured of course oh same thing gosh. same it's the same story just repeated at, in each witch That's trial crazy. like yeah. they're tortured until they confess to the crime so they admitted everything they were accused of um and six were burned alive five others died during the interrogations and the other <laughs> like 40 are unaccounted for. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. That's so that's sort of, and it's a place you can still visit. Like you can still visit that cave and it's very much so still a town. Um, 
What happened to mysterious French girl number one? I don't know. She was never spoken of after that. Hmm. She just, just like got in there and just stirred out. some stuff up and left, as the French do. <laughs> so so typical of them. Yeah, I mean? exactly. Never donate blood. Never. <laughs> are french people not allowed to donate blood no because their cheese is like oh like the no pasteurization way. or something mm-hmm. uh, that is crazy so they're more prone to of course cheesy blood took more pro- like yeah cheesy <laughs> blood <laughs> yeah what had lisa mm. lactose <laughs> blood <laughs> um anyway i know my dad's listening and i may have gotten some of those things wrong but feel free to call in dad <laughs> and correct me or just text me after and tell me that I was wrong um but yeah those are just some Basque legends there's there's so many and they're very intricate and weird and specific to the region so but those were there's not a lot on the internet about them so I'd have to talk to like some family if I was gonna <laughs> get into that but yeah gotcha. that's so cool I like yeah. about that cool I like so the idea that souls traps. are in the moon that's yeah, cool. no, that is cool. I like that. It's like, you know what? Yeah, when I when I die, I'll go to the moon and just hang out with all my friends. <laughs> yeah. That's Have you seen sweet. the trend that it's like you and your soulmate, like whatever position the moon was at on each of your birthdays, they should add up to be a full moon? Really? Like a thing on I've never heard about oh that. It's like just a thing on TikTok right now. I don't think there's even like any. <laughs> They're always making up rules on their <laughs> astrology thing to it. <laughs> I do have... Well, Jordan, you have another story, right? Um, yeah, I have another little, little okay. thing. I do, too. Do you want to go too. first? <gasps> oh, my God. Then well, you know, only if we have time. Haddles, yeah, go, go for, for it. it. Me? Yeah. You're oh, my gosh. Our guest. You're our guest. Oh, you oh okay. If you insist. Mine's very little, though. It's not even totally, like, a ghost story. I just thought it was, like, right. a very interesting story. <laughs> go for it. So this is another just sort of, like, at an estate house in Scotland. Um, this one's about General Tam o the Bins. Tam of the bins? Tan of the bins. Tan of the bins. Tan of... Sorry, Tam. Like the Tam. Like the Tam. Like the Tam. Like the Tam. General Tam. T-A-M. O apostrophe. Tam O bins. The bins. Oh, the bins. Because he lived at the bins. So they all called him. In the bins? Tam of the bins. B-I-N-N-S. It was just the name of his estate. I don't know why. Okay. Okay. Now that we have that, I'm sorry. Rocky start, but <laughs> here we are. Um, anyway, he in town was known as a cheat and very much of like a crazy, just kind of loose morals guy. He was all over the place. Nice. You know how it is. And so everyone just sort of thought he would like go to card games or like go to the bar and play like place bets and stuff. And he'd win a lot. And so everyone had a rumor that he was like in cahoots with the devil. And everyone was like, General Tam of the Bins. Oh my god, my grandma thought that about my grandfather. <laughs> he was because oh, he was really good he at was gambling. Really good you at told gambling. me that. And oh. then she started praying for him to like get the devil out of him. And then he started losing. And he was like, Stop it! Stop it! Stop he it. Keep the devil so in upset. me. Yeah, that's so funny. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, it was sort of the same situation. It would appear, <laughs> but um, he was just like this very, you know, he seemed like a very out there guy. He was like this very prominent general. And so he was like, no one can mess with me. I'm going to be in cahoots with the devil, I suppose. Um, so there was this one night he set up a um, sort of a card game. And he was like, everyone's invited. Everyone's invited. It's like big stakes, crazy card game. Um, and also the devil will be there. <gasps> special guest. <laughs> so we put on the invites. Special in- special guest, the devil. <laughs> Wow. Um, That's fun. Yeah, so apparently he was there. And I'm so mad that there's not more info about that. Apparently the devil was there and that's just, all we know. Trust no, no, no. <laughs> that's not the end of the story. But apparently the devil was there. Oh, okay. Um, and so he was so like good at cards or good at cheating at cards that he ended up enraging the devil. And the devil was like throwing things around. And apparently threw a card table out the window. The devil did. <laughs> and people saw this? Yeah, people saw this and it went into the lake. And then everyone was like, oh, just another party at General Tam of the Bins. Did they just see a table fly out the window or did they see the devil throw the, the table? Devil throw. I think it was the devil because there was these people at this table. And I think the devil was just a dude, I guess. Because or else it would have been. It was like they, that someone show would have taken a pick. or something. <laughs> <laughs> Are we yeah. sure 
of the bins uh oh the bins realizing just like like i just made this hire one of his buddies to act as the (laughs) devil and then get all mad that's actually really true (laughs) like the rest of the story is like later like 200 years later they like lowered the water level in the lake outside and they they found a card table in there (laughs) but that doesn't really mean the devil was there it just means it doesn't necessarily mean someone a devil threw, threw it. it. It just means it was thrown. Okay. That part it is just true. Some guy who was mad that he kept losing it didn't have yeah. to. <laughs> like pr- people were pretty gullible back then. So if you showed up and you're like, yeah, this is the devil. This is the devil. They'd be like, yo. What are they going to say? That they've seen the devil before? No. No. Th- then you're a witch. You've yeah, seen the devil? Exactly. <laughs> that would, that would Im- indicate implicate them yeah. in something. Okay, bigger. and also the fact that this guy was allowed to like have card games with the devil. Yeah. But like Janet Mathy just had a candle and she was a witch. Seriously. And wasn't he getting his powers from the devil? How did he start beating the devil at cards? Like why? Guys, the Scot- facts are not like, adding up. 1600 Scotland would hate Bath and Body Works. <laughs> There's so many candles in there. <laughs> <laughs> you walk into a Bath and Body Works like, you guys are witches. <laughs> yeah. I know you put this illness upon What are these scents? <laughs> Caramel <laughs> apple, but wait a sec, three for the price of one. So that's actually pretty good. You have points, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that, that was my little story. Oh, wow. Well, I was just fascinated. The yeah, fact devil? checkers have proven you No, wrong. that was Yeah, that was honestly, fun. this <laughs> that was, no, that was fun. I love how gullible people were back then. Yeah, about. right? I, I know, and the fact that it's like it. still a story. Like, yeah. y'all still think the devil was there? <laughs> but maybe he was. When was that supposed to have happened? Um, I'm looking at that right now. 1681. Oh. Damn. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, the general is said to have told the devil. Who th- I have the Wikipedia page open too. Oh. Who is said to have told the devil, who threatened to blow down his house and his walls, that I will build me a turret at every corner to pin down my walls. That was a good accent. Wow. No big deal. Maybe I should have done this whole thing in a Scottish accent. That it was a little more. Really Irish. awesome. Okay, starting now. <laughs> anyway, Jordan. Um, yeah, mine. I haven't like done that much research in, so I am gonna kind of read the article along with telling you about it. All right. But it's about the largest cemetery in Iraq. Um, and there's a bunch of grave diggers who have like a bunch of complaints about it. Hmm. Um, hmm. so it's called uh, I'm so Wadi Usalem something like that or the valley of peace and it is 150 kilometers south of baghdad and so a lot of grave diggers have had problems there and one of them the like worst case is that this guy was working and like he says a shadowy figure came up behind him and uh hit him in the back of the head like really violently and so he got really badly injured now he has some like sort of brain damage like he can't walk right and uh he feels like the ghost is still haunting his body. Um, and his parents, like, have been trying to get him treatment to make him better. And they literally, like, sold his house to pay, sold their house to pay for a $30,000 treatment. But he remains, like, unwell after that incident. Wow. Jeez. Um, and then his wife, like, filed to divorce him and stuff because he was just never the same after. Wow. What, whatever happened to in sickness and in health, girl? I literally, know. she's so fake for that. <laughs> Um, and then this website is also a bit of an ad to be a grave digger. What? Like giving you the payment. You should sign up. I could. Oh, I am. They're looking for people. <laughs> All of their other grave diggers are haunted now. I'm not very good at <laughs> digging holes, but I'll do it. <laughs> I'll supervise. <laughs> Quote, turnover is quite high. Our colleagues run away if the ghost gets involved in an incident. Um, oh, oh my gosh. We have, you guys have to do a podcast episode where you go to sign up to be a grave digger. See if you see any ghosts. <laughs> We could. Um, there's another instance where a guy was putting, um, a, like, lying a dead body in a tomb during a funeral ceremony, and he said the corpse just sat up and slapped him straight across the face. <laughs> just rude. And then just laid back down and died again. Oh, my God. That's actually so good. <laughs> you had to get one more in. <laughs> yeah. And apparently she was, like, tied up in a sheet, so he has no idea how that worked out. Jeez. Um, And they were trying to research into it, and... Slight post-mortem movements can occur in some sort of circumstances, but like fully Rigamorts. getting up and getting up and slapping, slapping someone, someone <laughs> doesn't. Um, the man's father, who that happened to, thinks that the lady who was buried was a witch, and so she was still like. Kind it all of a, comes back to the witches. Yeah, 
just blame things on women. <laughs> and so that guy was also once again never the same. And apparently he spent the next five years of his life just burning like ashing cigarettes on his arms and thinking about uh, it and like just never did anything after that. Spooky. Yeah. And, um he had several suicide attempts after that and then he was put into psychiatric therapy. Um they say he's now cured and married, but yeah, this this place has been effing people up for a while. Um there's like a lot of other stories on here Whoa. on this thing too. Like every grave digger I think has beef with this place. Did I miss this at the beginning? Do they know why? Or is it just like a It's just the largest cemetery oh. like in the world? In 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 or, uh, oh, in Iraq. Iraq, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Jeez. Um Yeah, it's gotta be haunted. Wait, what were the salaries? You said they had the salaries? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious how much a grave digger No, made. Hadley. Well, I looked at it and they were resume? saying it like it was I a need brag, a but they were like $300 a month to be a grave digger. What? Most haunted cent. What? $300. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, thank you. Jeez. I'll pass. Oh, and okay, so the last one is there's uh, the Arabic version of genies is like they call them jinns or whatever and or ghouls. Um, and this guy who was working there for 11 years, he's 61, he saw, he says he saw a ghoul jumping from grave to grave one night, eating the buried bodies. Um, Ew. Yeah. Uh, and ew. he says, if I come across it, his little quote was like, if I come across it, I scream at it and it goes away. Oh my God. Like he's just used to it at this point. He's just like, get, oh my God. get out of here. I want like a little buddy comedy movie about that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So the class... It's technically a ghoul because it's a class of jinn that apparently. Well, there's a whole classification so for ghosts. Yeah, there's a bunch of different types of jinns apparently. Huh. If you look deeper into it. Well, I know what our summer job is going to be. Being a jinn. <laughs> no yeah. laugh track for that um, one. Uh, yeah, no one. Had that. <laughs> I just laughed at my own. <laughs> whatever. So well, do we do you have time to tell your story or is it Yeah, mine's pretty quick. Yay. I decided to look into the other side, my other half, which is my mom. She is Catalan, which is another sort of separate subculture of Spain. Um, but it's in the south, it's like where Barcelona is and everything. Um, so this is about the legend of the Devil's Bridge in Martore Martore. I think Martore, yeah. <laughs> so it's Pont del Diable. So because Catalan, they have their own language as well, mm-hmm. Catalan. So um, it's sort of a mix between Portuguese and Spanish and um, Italian, kind of. Um, so it's a stone bridge right out of, right outside of Barcelona. It was originally built by the ancient Romans as part of the. Uh, Villa Augusta Road across the Iberian Peninsula, um, but local folk tales say otherwise. So the tale goes as, as such. So there was a maid who had to cross the river every day to get water, and she was just like so sick of it, so fed up with it that she was like, you know what, Mr. Devil, let's make a deal um, to make my life a little easier. Work smarter, not harder. So uh, the devil appears, and he's like, Okay, I'll I'll build you a bridge overnight um, if you give me your soul. She's like, yes, I'll do that. Um, so as he's working on the bridge in the night, she realizes that she's sort of made a mistake and she's going to lose her soul and gets a little worried about that. Um, so she tells the innkeeper because apparently she's just telling everybody that she made a deal <laughs> with the devil. Um, where So she tells the innkeeper where she's staying um, and... They come up with a plan to help her. Um, and the plan is they throw a bucket of water on the rooster outside of the inn. Um, so it starts to crow, right? And the devil gets is like starts to get nervous because he's like, OMG, it's like almost daytime. Um, and he can only work at night because um, he's the devil. Um, so he's enraged and he throws a stone on the ground and just leaves um, right before the bridge was finished. So, technically, since he didn't finish the bridge, she, her, the maid's soul was not taken. 
So she sort of found a loophole. She got her bridge and she got to keep her soul. She's so smart. Yeah. She's like, yeah. So many smart women in these stories. Yeah. There is a different version, though. It's slightly different. Does she die? No. (laughs) What happens? Um, So, again, the devil promised an old lady to build her a bridge overnight in exchange for the soul of the first living thing that crossed um, the bridge after it was built. Um, But again, Miss Lady tricked the devil and kept, like, put a cat in her basket. (laughs) And when she got to the bridge in the morning, she let the cat go in front of her (gasps) um, so that the cat's soul was taken instead of hers. Oh, my God. At least do the chicken. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, those are the two. They're just funky little stories. Why does she want a bridge so bad? I don't know. These, they're just like... Did she have to cross the river? Like I guess. I mean, they said she, the maid had to cross it every day mm-hmm. for water. So she was just fed up of doing that so without a bridge. So she offered but, her soul? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In exchange for inconvenience? She was really over it. Um, Woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. I think she was smart. <laughs> Honestly, I'd do it. She, you'd kill a cat too, I'd bet. <laughs> a chicken. <laughs> but, you know. You gotta do what you gotta do. I guess you do. And that's the well, moral of that story. It doesn't appear as though we're gonna have time to take callers. Yeah. No. It's uh we're getting to the end of our time. Yeah, the people after us are very, very on time, so I feel bad. Yeah. Um but thank you everyone for listening. Thank yes. you, Hadley, yes. for coming on. Yes, thank you for having you for so being fun. our first ever guest. Yes. So fun. All right, and next time we See you guys. It'll be after New Orleans. So yes. we'll be doing a New Orleans themed episode. Oh yeah. There's no episode next week because we will be on spring break. Yeah. Um spring but break. we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. Okay, I won't. bye. <laughs> <laughs>